The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Hi. Hi. What are we doing? Trying what to, are you doing? Trying to find the show so I can share it. There we go. So then I can jump in the chat. Jump in the chat, Check, John. See who's hanging out. Let's chat with people. What are we doing? How's things? Well, seeing I just ate, so I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all types of heavy now. What did you just eat? Burnt ends and brisket slices. Oh. Yeah. Was it delicious? I've had better. Ooh. <laughs> I've had better. And then you woke up, and you're like, oh, that was nice. No, they were phenomenal, Greg. Great job, my friend. I got up at 3.30 this morning, and... Uh, Separated my twins at birth, which what I mean by that is a brisket point and a brisket flat from a whole packer. They're not identical twins, but fraternal because they are different, right? Yep. And they made some burn ends and uh, cooked the flat for the guys, including you, Ben, and the guys downstairs in the. What do you think, there, Ben? I thought it was phenomenal. <laughs> I thought it was really good, but John's laughing, so it shows what I know. No, I'm breaking his ball. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm going to leave. Here, I'm going to have him leaving here with a complex. He's going to. He's going to have to call a therapist on the way home. <laughs> I like the way this show's going already. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have some fun. So let's see, Craig C Mac, what's up, brother Kenneth? How's it going, Ryan? My lovely wife. Alton, what's cracking, brother? Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? So, yeah. How was your first experience of being, of booking guests? Oh, you want to talk about that? <laughs> Let's just get into it because the people were expecting to see someone else. So, uh, we're supposed to have, um, do I even mention her name? Eh, we're supposed to have somebody. We're supposed to have somebody from Instagram who's killing it. And uh, we kind of got ghosted a little bit. Tiny bit. Ghosted. A little bit. Like, look, there it goes. That's it. That's it. Gone. Gone. So, hey, I want to come on, but guess what? What? I'm going to forget about you. Wait, what? Wait, why can't I hear cricket anything? Sounds? Cricket sounds? Nothing. sounds? Just crickets. Do we have cricket sounds? So anyway, no, she got no busy. She said she got busy with work and stuff. Fine. Okay. Just let us know these things, but that's okay. We're moving on because I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're telling me last night, going, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I go, Greg, calm down. I got this. This is what happened. I got this. He calms me, you know. Don't worry about His this. His voice soothes me. Congratulations. You popped your guest cherry. You're good now. Yeah. I got this. Let me make a phone call. He took me by the hand. And, he and of course, me. then my phone was all screwed up. And no one could call me. I couldn't call me. out and everything. This is true. So I hit, so I hit a certain friend of mine up on Facebook Messenger. Reached out to one of my barbecue brethren, and the response was, 
I'm in. More than happy. This is what we do for each other. Yep. We step in when you need you need me in a pinch. I'm there. If I need you on mine, we're there. So today, folks, straight from Ottawa, Tennessee, the one and only Steve Ray of the Owl's Nest Barbecue Hell Show. Hell yeah. What's up, brother? Yo, yo. Hey, guys. Nice to have you. Hey, everybody. Doing okay? Again. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in, pal. Been Greg, the, Greg, the barbecue broker. Yes, sir. That yes, sounds sir. like a character in the blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I expect James Spader to walk in here any minute. Go, come here. <laughs> Break my pinky or something. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I, I was excited when John told me that, uh, you know, he's got this covered and it ended up being you. I was like, oh, man. I've always wanted to talk to that dude, you know, because hey, I've watched, and I, I've we're watched tight, your podcast. Yeah, because I was going to, you know, now once once I got, you know, got once you got your feet under you, yeah, got yep. used to the, the whole thing, yeah, yeah. Then we're going to jump into getting getting more pe- people on, yeah. So you know, I had the list of guys that wanted, you know, haven't touched base with Steve in a while. Mm-hmm. Steve's coming, talking with uh, Casey from Tactic Calories. Yes, we're going to hook up with him again. Yep. So at, good to at some point, I was well. going to get Steve. I'm like, oh, this couldn't yep. have worked out better. Yep, yep. You know? So what's been going on, my brother? Fellas, we have been busy down here in Tennessee, dodging the COVID, working on cars, selling tires, selling grills, selling rubs, trying to find a contest to compete at. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing Not right in now. the Southeast. We're still, we're still shut down as far as contests go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I know they had one in Oklahoma this past weekend. <clears throat> it was good to. It was finally good, John, to get up, uh, you know, on a Sunday morning and go to the KCBS.us website and actually see results in from a contest. Absolutely. And see how see how all, all my friends did out there in the Midwest. And uh, I, I tell you, it's just been a real weird. It's been a real weird barbecue season. Mm-hmm. You know, the kickoff Memorial Day. You know, and I don't know. I don't know about up there, but down here, it never happened. Yeah, you know, pretty we were much. Still shut down, and couldn't we couldn't do anything, and uh, it was kind of weird not not having friends over, not cooking for friends. Last year, we last year, my buddy Frank and I, we cooked for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, and uh, we had a big pool party, and had, went down to the golf club, and had just a big time. And this year was just you know kind of like, eh, you know, we're going to be here, and um, you know, big crowd, but. You know, it wasn't near as fun as it was last year. So yeah, it did. It, we're looking forward to the fourth. Right? Yeah, Memorial Day did just kind of come and go, and <clears throat> you know, really, really nothing. Because how, yeah. how, how do how do you, it is? You know, you said that it's the kickoff for the barbecue season, mm-hmm. which you know is one hundred percent. But didn't you have like a term for it? Like it was the it was the World Series of the barbecue season, or oh, let's see, I've said so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I've said so many prophetic things. It's hard. Well, if that's if, if, if Memorial Day is the World Series, then what's what's the fourth? Well, yeah. this is why I brought in the horse racing part of it. Yeah, that we'll call it the Triple Crown of Barbecue: Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. That is the and Triple Labor Crown. Day. And so then you can oh, throw in oh, and you know what? I you think know, maybe Thanksgiving, sort of. Yeah, Fourth of July is the All Star Game. Yeah, I get it right. It could work. It could roll. It's kind of in the middle break, you know, in the middle. A little bit of everything. Yeah. But hey, you can barbecue every day. That's the best. I one. mean, I think I do. <laughs> you do. I, I do some form form of it. Well, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but down down here, Frank and I, my partner and and Jeff, 
my other buddy, we're going to, we're going to do something for the 4th of July. We're not going to stand by idle. We're going right. to, we're either going to cook a bunch of butts and sell them, or we're going to sit up out here and have a party or, or do something because we are just, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, you know, John and, and Greg barbecue people by nature are, um, social animals. We enjoy and, and feed off the energy of other people. And to, to not have that, you, you know, makes the barbecue business um, just like a business. It's not more, it's, it's not as fun as it, as it normally is this time of year, because this mm. time of year, you're normally, I know I'm cooking every other weekend for people, uh, you know, taking orders for butts and briskets. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just not getting any of that. And, and I miss it. I'm, I'm sure you guys miss it too. Barbecue brings people together. And when you can't bring the people together, it's lonely. Yeah, right. you know, and I know Facebook has tried a lot of different things, if, you know, online contests and things, and they're fun, and that's, yep, and, yep. you know, kudos to all the people that have done that because it does, they've tried to do something to um, entertain us. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, nothing nothing beats the real thing. No. So we're, uh, we're, we're planning now. And, uh, but, you know, you know, John, I started this little barbecue shop um, a couple months ago. You know, going in at full fledged back in February, we we got it going, but with the the virus and everything, it's been hard to to get things in. But we finally got a line of uh, grills in the Green Mountain grills. Yep, and uh, we've sold two of them already. Had them for two weeks and sold two. And I've been cooking on one just about every other day here at the shop. <clears throat> and I'm gonna tell you something: these things they are they are the real deal. I don't you know I'm, I've just was introduced to the pellet world about six months ago. And, um, I, you know, I got to tell you for the backyard person or the, uh, person that just likes wants one, uh, cooking vessel on their back porch, mm-hmm. a pellet grill, you know, it'll smoke, it'll sear. Uh, you can do hamburger. We did hamburgers for lunch out here mm-hmm. on the green mountain grill. It's a, uh, it is quite the, um, it's quite the vessel that, that covers everything. There's a, there's a, Bob, uh, you know, the, the place in Arlington there, that sells. There's a barbecue supply shop in uh, Arlington, right right near us. And the only pellets they sell are the Green Mountain Grills, the Daniel Boone mm-hmm. and such. And they they swear by them. They cook. Yeah, them. we've got. We're we're waiting on their pellets to get here. We've got the um, uh, cookingpellets.com. We got a big order from those guys in. Mm-hmm. And um, you know this this little uh, barbecue shop businesses. It's a lot of fun. You know, that one of the things that I like about it, you know, people come in asking for advice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what do you use? You know, and I, I tell them, you know, it's not what I use. It's it's what, you know, your flavor, your taste mm-hmm. is. And, you know, I've got a little sample bar set up and uh, here, I'll let you, let me see if I can get a better shot real quick. A sample bar. Of, of the whole store there. That sounds Tell amazing. me if y'all, can y'all see that okay? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Right there. Yeah. Wow. That That's coming in the front door. How do you do that? And uh, it's all set up, and uh, I got the grills there in the front, <laughs> and they got all the rubs set up, and we've got, gosh, we've got a bunch of a bunch of rubs and a bunch of sauces. Uh, of course, we got a full line of Butcher Barbecue, Heath Riles. We've got um, Malcolm's, all his uh, products in here. Uh, Myron Mixon's products are in here, and um, and uh, Meat Church, all all the. You know, all the names that you, the three of us are known, plus some other uh, local and regional uh, brands that uh, 
you know, maybe people outside the tri-state area here in Tennessee don't recognize. We try to support those guys. And uh, Blues Hog uh, Sauce is here. And um, it's been really well received. But, you know, I try to tell people, you know, it's not what I use. It's, you know, what, what profile are you looking for? Are you like mm. sweet? you like hot? You know, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and you know, they'll, they'll come to the sample bar. They'll taste things. And what I like to let them do is mix the rubs a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I say, try to, you know, try to, you know, create your own flavors. That's mm. what, you know, that's what people do at contests. And uh, they like that. And, it, it, you know, it's kind of like a, um, a place where you, tells where you can come and kind of, you know, just take a deep breath from the, uh, all the, you know, the stuff going on out there and kind of just let your mind and creativity flow mm. and, and your cooking skills come out. Nice. Now, let me ask you this. Do you sell pink butcher paper at your store? Yes, sure do. That's sure wonderful. Do. You just can't find that anywhere around here. They just don't carry it. Maybe because enough people won't buy it, but you can't find a barbecue supply shop with that sells butcher paper. Do you, you need- Greg, you're right. I'll bet you. <clears throat> I'll bet I'm yeah. the only place in Chattanooga that has it. And I've got both lengths. It's because you know what you're doing. I've got and the 18 and the bigger one. Oh, you got the 24? That's what that's the one mm-hmm. I buy. Do you sell online? Yeah. All your stuff you sell like oh. No, no, I don't do online. Oh, I'm you a, don't do online. Okay. I'm, no, I'm a brick and mortar guy. I'm a Okay. I you know, I'm a lot older than you guys and I've been doing this a long time and uh I, I enjoy the the coming and the going of people. That's what I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been Greg, you know, you, you don't know me that well. I've been here 36 years. Oh, okay. And um you know, we just started this little barbecue business off my hobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really been a kind of a, a breath of fresh air for me. You know, I've, I, I love my real job at the gas station, but this is kind of something that has got me excited again. And uh, you know, you need that in your in your in your life in your business life. If Absolutely. You're, if, if you're working for yourself, you know, nobody nobody's going to do it for you. Right. right. So uh, you know, you're you're a real estate guy, probably. I, I think, am, right? Yes. Yeah, real estate. And yeah. and you know yourself. Every time you get up in the morning, you know, nobody's going to motivate you except. Me. Greg, the uh, barbecue uh, barbecue broker. That that's who motivates Greg DeGiorgio yeah. in the morning is the barbecue mm-hmm. broker. That alter ego <laughs> <laughs> that keeps that keep you know my split personality. The other guy, he gets me up. He gets me up in the morning. Yeah, once in a while, I got <laughs> I, I got to figure out who I'm talking to. Am I talking to Greg or am I talking to the broker? Which one is <clears throat> could be? Which one is it today? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Um, but no, I hear you. No, it, it's it's self motivating. It's good. To, it's good to have that something that that keeps you going. You know, yeah, and, and you know what else? What else better than barbecue? I mean, coming people coming in all day long, talking about briskets and pork butt stuff that we, you know, you know, three of us sat down together. I mean, we talk about it for hours. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. And it never ends. It, you know, there, there, it never ends. And uh, tomorrow we're doing a thing on a local TV with a you know for Father's Day, and uh, you know it's kind of a it's it's kind of a a real neat uh, community uh, destination now where people can come and. Uh, you know, Friday, Fridays and Saturdays are my favorite days. That's when people are out looking, uh, looking to buy their stuff, and they've got a lot of questions. And uh, you know, we'll put a pork butt or some chickens on the on the smoker out front. I to come and look mm-hmm. at it, and you know, we let them probe it with their instant read thermometers because uh, you know we carry those from uh, David Bosco from Butcher Barbecue. They're only twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and um, you know how important you know thermometer. I tell people they're the two most important. Uh, tools that you have on a, a barbecue on a competition trailer are your instant read thermometer and a cambro and, and yeah because to keep food warm in yep. case it, you yep. know in case it gets 
done too quick or, mm-hmm. you know, you got to warm it up and stick it in there and get it warm again. And, um, and they really, when they see the advantages of an instant read thermometer, they throw that little, uh, you know, that little cheapo thing away that they, you've been using <laughs> because they say, well, I've got to leave the door open for, you know, 20, 30 seconds. I say, not with these things, you know. Nope. Right, right. That's, that's real important. One in and boom. Yeah. Here's your temp. Done. <clears throat> no messing around right to we the just, point. Just, that was on our list. <clears throat> that was one of our top picks was the, the Thermapro. It's yep. expensive, but, um, you know, pretty reliable. <laughs> but the point is, yeah, that was like, that's, that's, that's pretty important. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, Can't always trust the ones you get in the... Uh, Big box stores. Let's see here. <laughs> Lap, what's up? Jeremy Lucino, what's up? Phil Wright, how are you, brother? Sean Hogan. Mike C. Big Rome, Mike C. Um, actually, Steve, we got uh, Kent Kent Vanderweer from Daddy Dutch Barbecue has a question for you. Yeah. Kent, here's my sticker, Kent, so you know. <laughs> what oil is the best binder for brisket? Valvoline 5W30 or Pennzoil 15W40? There's, there's always that guy. There's always uh, Kent. He's always good for it. You know, you know, hinge lubricant is the best. <laughs> that's, that's what little he does. WD40. No, it's, it's that white lithium hinge <laughs> lubricant is what we sneak on there. That stuff, you that thing, that'll stick to you like white on rice, buddy. You can't get it off. <laughs> so you you brought up Father's Day. So he, here's the big question I've always had, Steve. Oh, here we so go. what's your opinion on this one? So let's jump back a month or two and go to. Don't say anything that's going to get me in trouble if my wife watches, please. How am I going to get you in trouble with your wife? Never mind. Don't okay. answer that. Because that could be very easy. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot who I was speaking about. Me. Which, which one of me? Me. <laughs> we go back to Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and you always try that the mom doesn't lift a finger. You get get up in your Sunday best, and you go out to breakfast. You go to brunch, lunch, dinner, da, 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 da. Mom doesn't lift a finger. Why right. is it? Then we come to Father's Day. So... As a father, it is our day. Yep. Kick back, relax. Oh, wait, what's your idea of kicking back? Well, ho- ho- hold on, because this is a double-edged sword. Uh-huh. Okay. You're already oh. ahead of you. Let me, let me get to the point. <laughs> on Father's Day, everybody comes over to spend Father's Day with Dad, so Dad can cook for everybody. Right. Why do the fathers have to do all the work? It's what we choose to do. I understand. But if you're a barbecue guy, if you're not a barbecue guy, this is not happening. If you're a barbecue guy, it is your opportunity. It is a goal. It is your destiny to cook on Father's Day. You know, you know what I think birthday. it is, John? I think it, on Father's Day, Capiche? we can cook. Capiche? We can grill. We can smoke. And we can say, don't anybody mess with me. I'm doing what I want to do. My time. I, I'm not going to mow the yard. You want the yard mowed, you mow it. That's it. I'm not pulling weeds. I'm not spraying Roundup. I'm not washing the car. Yep. I'm cooking barbecue, and I'm going to sit my butt in that chair, <laughs> yep. and I'm going to stare at that smoker, <laughs> and I'm going to drink bourbon and Coke, and that's what I'm going to do. And don't ask me why I'm staring at that smoker. 
because it's not going anywhere. Because you know what you know what barbecue actually does is once you light your fire, it creates a force field around you where your family can't bother you unless you let them in. You might have to call that therapist after this. <laughs> Seriously. It's like a barbecue bubble. You step into it, bubble. it's a barbecue like bubble. It. You step in the zone, no one Fs with you, get your shit done. We might be able to manufacture that. Hold on. We'll, we'll have to Can we copyright this, Ben? <laughs> Hurry up. Let's go. Trademark that. Working on it now. So I think that was the great, that was the perfect answer there, Steve. All right. So that's it. From the from the mouth of Steve Ray. It's because we choose we ain't doing nothing else but that. That's it. It is our I've got a big, moment. I've is. got a big table on my back porch between the door and my smoker. And of course I've got my chair set up. And when somebody comes out of that door onto the back porch, when I'm out there, when I'm out there cooking, they'll look at me, and I'll look at them, and I'll go, approach the bench, and they can. They're allowed to come to that table, <laughs> but they can't come out there until I say approach the bench, because the barbecue judge is on the back porch and he's doing his thing. Yep. Nice. That is. It's it's a it's a manly thing we have to live with. I know. You know, they, they think it's easy being a dad. <laughs> sure isn't. Sure isn't. Not when you have to maintain a stick burner every 20 That's minutes. right. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. But that's meditation for some of us. Yeah. Insane people. All right. So we so good. We finally got that answer out. Thank you, you Steve. You feel better? You feel better that I've, that's off your chest? So much. Such a burden you were carrying <laughs> it, it was. for a while. It's like you got to bend over backwards over here. Whoa, whoa. For the ladies. Oh. But, you know, they're worth it. Not for none. They did most of the work. We were there for the fun <laughs> part. But they did the rest of the cooking. <laughs> you know, but on Father's Day, we got to cook for everybody. And I'll keep doing it. That's it. So, Steve, is everything starting to, starting to open up down there with everything? So, like, is the 4th of July in jeopardy much like Memorial Day? Um, not, not as bad as Memorial day. It, it's, it's, we're at that point where, you know, you, um, you, you got a lot of people gathering, the restaurants are packed. Um, you know, they're supposed to be social distancing and, and they're not, um, uh, it down here. It's just, it, everybody's, I guess like the rest of the country, you know, we were just tired of being away from each other. Um, you know, this stay at home campaign that I see, you know, when I'm watching television, just, just, I just can't believe that people will get on there and tell you to stay home, you know, just stay home. Um, you know, I can't stay home. I have to work. People that need their cars fixed can't stay home. They have to car, they have to car fix. We just, you know, it would be nice to stay home, but, uh, you know, John, you know, you know, you know, I'm important to my community. You're important to your community. People need, people need their, their correspondence. They need, mm-hmm. They're they're expecting things, and um, you can't. You, and you know, you you have to be there for them. And uh, you know, stay this thing about staying home, and uh, you know, just waiting for somebody to to say, okay, go out. It's it just doesn't fly. At least it doesn't fly down here. Right. I think um, you know, the Fourth of July, we're going to do something. Um, you know, we're going to say, you know, masks are optional, and uh, and that's just going to be it. We're not going to, you know, we're not going, you know, we're not going to advertise it real big but uh people will know about it and um and we're just going to go from there and uh, i think we have so far we've been okay i've been here every day since uh 
this thing started and um, nobody here has been sick. Nobody's been, you know, uncautious or overly cautious. We've just been, yeah, you know, flat and normal. And, um, you know, so far so good. Um, you know, I've got my own views on it, but I know this isn't a place for that. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and my views are important anyway. <laughs> I mean, what I think about it, it, it isn't important. Right. So, uh, but we're going to do something and it's, uh, people are moving around. It's busy out there. It's, it's busy. You can't, right. you, you can't. I'm Taco Bell's across the street and it's, and it's about a 10 minute drive right now. It's, it's I, not fast. I still have to try to sell houses during this whole thing. Uh, I, Greg, I, I don't know about up there, down, down here, you list a house. <laughs> And uh, there's people on your front porch. Uh, they're they're starting at the asking price and going up. Oh yeah, that's the housing market yeah. here is, is Boston's insane. all been like that for the past ten years. But even through the whole COVID thing, it, it's it, at first month maybe in March was a little bit down, but it's, it's starting to come back strong now. And uh, people yeah. are out there. I have to I, I have to go in other people's homes. I have to show houses. It's easier when yeah. they move out or when it's vacant. That's for sure. But if they're living there, there's rules. You got to follow them, of course, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you still got to make it work. You still have to deliver mail. Mm-hmm. Kids got to eat. Damn straight, brother. And I need brisket, so I need to keep going. <laughs> brisket ain't cheap these days. No. You know, it's like three ninety nine a pound at Restaurant Depot. Three eighty nine a pound. And I'm usually getting that like three thirty a pound, three fifty a pound for for you know Angus. For you know, and then if I get it by the case, I'm two ninety six, two seventy eight a pound. It's three ninety nine, I think it was yesterday. Three eighty nine, three ninety nine, three ninety nine. How how are the prices down your way, Steve? They get they getting mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're real ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, seven. I was in Publix the other day. Uh, Twelve pound brisket was one hundred thirty five dollars. No. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was eight. How much for pound? It was up, uh, well, seven, it was up around eight ninety five a pound. Yeah. Is that from a butcher? No, Publix is a are like a uh, like a like a market grocery basket. store. Come just a on. big big chain here on the east lower east coast southeast. Market basket stop and show up that type. Butcher yesterday I called to try to find the a point was seven dollars a pound, yeah. and I thought that was high, so I went to paid the almost four dollars a pound at the restaurant depot and ended up just getting a whole brisket for like seven bucks more. And had to go yeah. to, go to work on it. A yeah, bit, brisket but. down here is is man. You know, it's, so I, I mean, it's off my radar right now, and I love. I mean, that's my zen is cooking brisket. That's right. But uh, I'm not. I'm not paying that for it. That's it's, that's crazy. No, no, yeah. I did. I did. We're eating a lot of chicken. I can tell you that. <laughs> a lot of chicken, and and it seems like the meat we're getting is uh, it's expensive and it's not that. It's not that great. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 you know I'm a big New York strip guy, and uh, uh, there. I mean, they're puny, thin. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing to write home about. Yeah, I did. Uh, my, my my wife found a brisket the other two weeks ago, mm-hmm. something like that. She goes, "Hey, I found I found a brisket here for forty five dollars." She's like, "It's a it's a select." I, I go, "I don't care. Get it <laughs> at forty five bucks. I'll baby that thing to keep it as moist as I can." And it's not going to be worse you know, than buying a chuck roast or something. You know, it's going to be in, better. You know, but for forty five bucks, I'm not I'm not passing that up. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, and it came out good. It came out very good. Yeah. It came out very good. I mean, Photoshop does a lot of things, but yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, John, you brought up a good thing about uh, uh, you know brisket getting a select or a choice. Yeah, that's that's all I ever cook here. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, even we've got a Costco, but I'm I'm not even a member anymore because they just I, I liked it, but they just don't have what I need in my in my lifestyle. Have. Yeah. Well, I'm a Sam's guy. 
but um, okay. we we've got a Walmart right across the street, and they've always got a a big you know a huge they'll have big briskets, big packers, and that's where we get them. There's either select or choice, I don't know which. But um, you know, if you cook them right, they uh, they come out they're they're perfect. Oh, yeah. I mean, for for your friends and people to eat. You know, you don't have to cook a, a prime every time or a Kobe or anything or a Wagyu. You know, get the you know, get something inexpensive and, and use your skills. Right. You know, that's what barbecue is. Use your you know, use your skills. Do some injecting with it. You know, that's great for to teach people how to inject that's what I was gonna you know, ask inject them. flavor in them. Do you, you sell, know, do you you, sell use your barbecue skills, challenge yourself. Anybody can make a, a wagyu brisket taste great, you just you know, throw it in there, cook it, you know, four or five more degrees and usually cook it and it comes out and it's great. Do you sell? I'm not taking any talent. Sorry. Do you, you sell, know? do you sell an injection? At, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we sell a lot of injection. Man. That's, yeah. Let, let, that's great. Yeah, just, yeah. Let, let, let's get into the inventory because any of that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by the, you know, there's a lot more inventory than the, the, the last time we had spoke. I think maybe you should open up an Owl's Nest 2 here, and uh, John and I will go in partners with you. Because <laughs> we, need, we need to have a place around here just like that, just like you have right there. There's the uh, Butcher Barbecue Beef Injection. Great stuff. And here's the uh, Pork Injection. And, you okay. know, you can buy David's stuff online directly from him. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. These, these two items right there. They're they're so they're so oh gosh useful I guess is the word you know, number one you can inject them straight uh, you can in pork you know sometimes people will mix it with uh, apple juice, apple juice yeah, I always just go straight with it yeah yeah but people mix apple juice apple cider yeah. uh, I've seen I've seen people use uh, orange juice mango juice um, and with the brisket. Uh, people will cut it with water mm-hmm. they'll cut it with beef broth to make yep. it even more beefier. If that's such a word, and um, people, I tell people, on especially when they come in asking questions about rubs on a pork butt, you know, I say you can put anything you want on the outside of a pork butt, anything you want. You can put, you know, you know, you've seen people put on on videos three layers of rubs on a, a pork butt. Um, you know, oh, this is great. This is going to be beautiful. But it, what's it do though when you're cooking a pork butt? It doesn't penetrate the meat. It just stays on the outside, and 80% of it runs up. You know, we, we take a piece of meat, a big piece of meat, and we baby it on the outside, putting all this rub on it. And then, and then we take it, and we put it in the harshest environment known to man, mm. fire and heat. And where does most of it go? Right down to the bottom of the smoker or in your pan if you're cooking in a pan. And I, and I explained the only way to get flavor inside that piece of meat is to inject. And then when they think about it, they go, well, yeah, because you're not going to get, you're not going to get anything on top of that, butt to the bottom of that, butt ever, mm. there's just no way to do it. The only way to get flavored in is to inject. And I tell you these Caribbean flavors that, that these people use when they mix them with that, the pineapple juice, orange juice, mm. those are anything with a high acid, man, those things, those things are a great taste. If you cuts, haven't tried that, the fat right. really good with that uh, high acidity. Yeah, yeah, man, it is. It is so good when you, you know, when you jump outside that box and and start to use your imagination. You know, throw anything in there. It's just, it's just a pork butt. If you ruin it, it's what twelve bucks. You throw can it I, away. Can I? Can I make a confession live on the air? Brace yourself. I'm all he is. 
Brace yourself. You have my attention. I have never injected a piece of meat. Ever. Oh, dude. Ever. Now, I bought an injector. Have I used it? <laughs> I bought an injector. I've never, I've never used it. It might be still in the plastic. The step price over might the, be still on Step it. over the line. I'm in son. this box that you were just talking about, mm-hmm. apparently. And I feel like I might need to step outside the box. Like I cooked a flat today for the first time. Not for the first time, but I usually cook a full packer or I buy a point and do burn ends. But I'm wondering if I had injected that like they do in competition because it's hard to keep the flat moist throughout. It is. It's a leaner piece of meat. Would it help? Would it have helped more? I don't know. I'm going I'm to give it a whirl. Ben, I, I Greg, know, I know can, what he's can, doing tonight. <laughs> you can taste. I already have a biscuit on deck. You know me, son. <laughs> you know, you can go. taste when you inject meat. You can taste it, and and you know, you know they do it in competition. Yeah. But the reason they did it in competition is because somebody back in the early '90s, late '80s, did it at home and cooked it and said, "Hey, this is pretty good." Let's try it at a contest. Uh-huh. It, everything starts in the backyard. Sure. You got to remember that. Absolutely. Everything starts back there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, the, the, the competitors didn't in, invent this. It was invented by somebody in the backyard who may have been a competitor. But I, I always tell people, especially with a pork butt, I mean, that pork butt is, they're easy to cook. You can't hardly mess them up. Inject them with anything you want to, you know, to get, because that's the only way you're going to get flavor in there. I wonder. And then when you're yeah. pulling them, Put some uh, rub in there. Then that's when you. That's when you. That's when you use your rub. It's not at the top. You can put salt and pepper. Funny you say that. I do add some rub right after. If I do my pulled pork, although I've never injected yeah. them, I always add. Um, well, I make a, a vinegar-based barbecue sauce, like a Northeast Carolina one that I I, I make, mm-hmm. and I always kind of probably throw maybe a half a cup of that in there when I'm mixing it up, as yeah. as, as well as some rub, just to mm-hmm. cut through the fat and get some flavor in there. That's my method of, of making my pork flavorful after I, uh, I cook it. But I'm going to start looking into some rubs. I mean, some uh, some injections. Ooh, you know, Greg, if, if you if you do a, a pork butt and you've got to keep it overnight. Yep. You know, you put it in a half pan. You put the cover on. Yep. It, yep. You put it in the fridge, and in the morning you got to heat it up. Well, when you put it before you put it in that oven, mm-hmm. you take that and mix that with half and half with water. Oh yeah. With that pork injection, brings all the moisture and pour back. and pour that whole bottle in that half pan, mixed fifty fifty. Nice. And then you put it in that. Then you put it in the oven. Yep, yep. And that will. And then put a. Make sure you put a cover over to steam it. That will re-energize that pork from the night before. It'll give it more flavor. Nice. Uh, the meat actually absorbs that moisture. Yep. So don't think you're going to have a big, you know, big gooey mess at the bottom. You won't. If you, you turn to keep turning that meat as it gets warmer. And uh, you take it up to you know you take it up to 165 degrees again before you serve it, and you will say, "Man, the, your your friends will say, man, that is good stuff." Ten years of smoking meats, and I've never injected. <laughs> Look at this guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Blame him. Blame him. <laughs> Look at the chat. <laughs> ben. Doesn't Greg My have kids, kids no, so <laughs> has injected meat before? All right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I guess I have injected a form of meat. <laughs> Our producer is playing games is in this, the chat. Is this where this, this podcast is going right now? But speaking of the chat, <laughs> boys, we are joined in the chat by... 
Blackstone Royalty. Ooh. The one and only Desiree Dukes, a.k.a. Blackstone Betty. That's all Blackstone Betty is in the house? Absolutely. What is happening? Hi, Desiree. So how you, Steve, you just got a Blackstone recently this year, didn't you? Yeah, sure did. How are you loving that? Uh, love. I bought two. I've got two of them, one for here and one for the house. Cool, coolest little things. You know, they're not they're not expensive at all. And uh, man, they're just they're just the ones I bought. Though I bought the little twenty two inch ones. Yeah. And uh, man, we 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 break it out here at the gas station a lot. Make smash burgers. Oh. That's what I did last uh, Saturday. Made smash burgers Delicious. for everybody. Yeah. And um, you know, had a big crowd around people watching, and you know, giving out hamburgers. Just made it kind of like a circus act. Uh, they're great. Easy to clean with that water. Just steam it away. Can't beat it. I love it. I'm uh, I'm in the market. Oh, you need one. I mean, just love flat tops. Never, Greg. Greg, I tell you, when, when you button. when you get one of those griddles, I mean, it's it competes. Everyone, with the I'm, grill, I'm surrounded by done it, John. It, it competes with the grill as far as as far as grilling. I don't, I don't care for a steak on it that much. I still use my yeah. my grill for a steak, but for burgers, I, if I never eat another burger off the grill, it'll be too soon. They're just putting such a nice crust on on, a, on yeah. a burger, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, like I did. I I did. Uh, Jay, I did. Well, my breakfast video I did this weekend. Yep. You know, it was JJ's birthday was yesterday, so mm-hmm. you know we had breakfast. Oh, well, the while video you posted on YouTube. Yeah. You know, you all crushed, on, you crushed that oh, yeah. breakfast. But I also did another one after that of um, breakfast quesadillas. Oh. Right there on the blackstone, put the tortillas, got the eggs and sausage, bacon, cheese, yep, loaded yep. up, right there on the blackstone, browned it up nice, couple minutes on one side, flip it over, boom. Oh, man. Outstanding. Hey, John, do you put that white, um, uh, oh, that, hang on, maybe I got some in the refrigerator, hold on. Kevin's yep, lo- right here. Kevin's loving his at camp. This stuff right here. Do you <clears throat> use that? It's called uh, Crema Veroli Crema. Mexican oh. style cream. Do y'all have that up there? Uh, we might. I, I've never tried it. I've never seen it actually. Hmm. Put that in when you're wrapping up that tortilla with this with the breakfast oh. stuff in it. Yeah. Put a line of that. Like put a line of that first down on the or tortilla before you put the stuff in it. Oh man. A lot of people put it on top of tacos. Okay. That looks delicious. And um, but man, that gives it a nice that gives it a nice flavor and a real nice texture. Because I, I love doing those things store. that you do. That's a good store. Well, that's that's the personal fridge there. Oh, that's the personal? That's yeah. not on the shelves? No. Oh, is that the, the fridge? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> if somebody were to break in, that's where they'd want to go first. The first place? <laughs> <laughs> now that that's where all knows. the secret. That's where all the so, secrets are kept. So, Steve, I know, um, you know, we're, we're getting there on time, but uh, with everything, you know, forgive me, I can't, re- for some reason, I can't remember the time of the year or the name of the event. But is it still going on? Because I know you and Frank do it every year. That chicken wing event that that coincides with the uh, football the, game. The football game. Yeah. No, it got canceled. Ah. It got, every, everything down here has been canceled. Mm. So if if anything happens in the fall, um, I'll have to put it together. The the the, the couple that usually put things together in the little area we use. They're not doing anything this year. They're busy with their business. And, and um, it's just, it's just too hard to uh, put anything together right now. Cause people don't want to commit. And, you know, you know, yourself, when you put together an event, getting people to commit to it, yeah. 
is the hardest thing. They all want to call you the Friday night before it happens, you know, and then say, I'm in. And then right now it's really hard to get them to commit. So, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to look for, I'm hoping a KCBS event will come within, you know, a couple, about a mile, a hundred miles or so. May try to do that. Mm. Uh, and if anything local <clears throat> does come up, we'll, we'll certainly participate. Nice. Absolutely. How many comps have you done, Steve? In the past? Uh, in my lifetime? In my lifetime? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you've, so you've, you've competed a lot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. I've, I've done, wow. I've probably done, uh, I, well, I've, I've done a lot, Greg, for a person that's got a, you know, full-time job and a family. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done, I think, 30, 31 or 32 KCBS events. Wow. And uh, several, uh, uh, probably, probably that many or more local events. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, we, I love it. I love it. We just, I feel like we don't have a lot of it. We don't. We don't, we right? Don't. It's there, not just I'm not finding none. it or overlooking no. it. There's just not a lot, right? There, there, there certainly isn't many. There's maybe one KCBS up in Maine or something. In this area, now, how, what I mean by this area, we're, be, we're stretching to New Jersey. New Jersey for the – There's yes. four KCBS events. Okay. There's one in Maine. There's one down the Cape. There's one um, in southern Massachusetts, okay. right on the Connecticut line, and then New Jersey. And they're, they're, in, they're done. And that's a big one in Jersey, too. Yeah. A couple of big ones. They have yeah, there. but that's it. Other that's than that, it. It, it's very little. I, I know, you know, some of the breweries, yep. uh, Smutty Nose Brewery in Northampton, they have a, it'll, it'll be their third year. They started a couple years ago. That's not KCBS, but that's no, local, it's just, right? That's just a, fine. I, local I'd love events, to just, but, I don't have to do. KCBS. Yeah, I'd like to jump in a couple of local there's, ones. There's fun. not a whole lot of local ones around. Mike, see, there's a rib off in Hartford. Yeah. There we go. Let's team up, Mike. Let's do it. You know but, what I'm but Steve, thank you so much for taking some time and pinch hitting real quick, short notice. Oh, I loved it, Absolutely. guys. Thank Thanks, you so Steve. much for asking. Where can uh, where, where can everyone find you on social media wise and uh, you know check out your your show on Thursday nights. Instagram, of course, Facebook, uh, Owl's Nest Barbecue on Facebook. That's where the show originates at. And um, that's about it, Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Enjoyed it. Nice to meet you for the first time, man. <laughs> yeah, Greg. I'll look for you on when I'm on this episode of The Blacklist. I know you can be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you, stuff, Steve. Man. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. So I guess that's the show. Steve's great. Come through on a pinch. I, I knew I could count on him. Great guy, man. Barbecue brethren right there. And that, that you know, he. he the family has come he, together. He, he, put it, he put it best last night. He goes, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Help each other all out, always out, all the time together. And in a pinch, he came through. That's it. And I love him for it. Absolutely. But, well, that's it this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our episodes there right at your fingertips. On social media, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at PitLifeBBQ. Send your questions and comments to PitLifeBBQPodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please like Subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Uh, find us all in the other groups, New England Pitmasters. Yep. Check out uh, Barbecue Broker. That's my Instagram. And then, of course, uh, Facebook backslash groups backslash New England 
Pitmasters is out of the group. What's up with the backslash stuff? I don't know. I just feel like if little you don't say backslash, they're not going to know. Little, if I say slash and they go forward slash, then what happens? Screwed. Go to Facebook and hit hit the little uh, magnifying glass there Page and put New England Pitmasters and it's going to show up. Do that, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hit, hit Johnny Mag's <laughs> barbecue on YouTube. I just cracked over 200 subscribers the other day. Ah, congrats. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. What, dude? You're getting some serious traction. But, uh, absolutely. Thank you all for joining us. And, uh, till next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. Attention, cigar smokers, or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.